0: um how has your week been
1: oh it's been fine it's been well um some new classes were added to my roster of um short tools so now <laughs> that's, uh, that's a bunch of different words in one sentence but yeah like i'm teaching a couple of new courses and it was quite interesting the kids what, what uh, were do you a have to bit... teach now oh i had to teach uh, intro to social sciences that's yeah. one and the other one was global art and culture uh the second one is quite interesting because i have to do it according to a book so you may imagine that that's like the worst idea ever yeah yeah (laughs) um i I don't like that like how i would prefer something a lot more free you know uh but intro to social sciences is a course that i designed so so i'm able to like jump around in between like different authors and like time periods and so on so it's very interesting like i prefer that one a lot more than that's one of yours man how's your week
0: it's been all right um after the, um, I don't know if you heard about um, last week. There was um, like a lot of excitement about the stock markets, uh, mostly course, because yes. um, GameStop? the yeah the GameStop stock. And um, I kind of got caught in the hype. I didn't get in. I didn't buy any GameStop because I realized what is exa- what was going on. But I finally decided to buy to get into the stock market game and start buying stuff um
1: right so you started buying stuff right?
0: yeah <laughs> so um
1: i went for another app uh, now i now have an app and i'm also like thinking on that like uh i'm already investing like this common font oh yeah it's quite a thing yeah,
0: yeah. that's what i have as well and um dude um i also do you know much about bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies
1: I've heard
0: a little bit, but yeah. did you bought anything? Like, no, like I don't really know much? yeah, like um, I I heard about Bitcoin like a long time ago, and yep. I know, I and I didn't never really bought anything. I was like, eh, it doesn't sound interesting. Until like two years ago, then I saw that the price of Bitcoin was actually like getting really big, and it was really becoming mainstream. So I put $100 into Bitcoin and um it was, that was good. I transferred it to my wallet and happy life until like pretty much until yeah. like a few months after my phone broke and then I, cu- I didn't have access to the to the app. Oh, that's bad though. Yeah, so then and I couldn't remember the password, the password? when I downloaded the app again in my new phone. So I I lost uh, the passcode for that yeah so right now bitcoin is r- really high up almost all-time highs and my <laughs> i saw i looked up how much i originally bought and like i like i said it was a hundred dollars it's now like over 300 so i'm what? really looking around for that <laughs> it's so annoying but yeah. I've, i heard so many people that did the same thing that they lost uh the passcodes because um like for if you want to be really secure um you want to like write down on a piece of paper yeah uh because just because you know you you never know if your device can be hacked of course yeah um but yeah like when you write it down then you don't remember i think i put it inside a book because i do that a lot yeah Uh, but when you have so many books like I'm, I'm just yeah, like running through
1: something i do with passwords is like i will not exactly say it, but like when i have to write it down i put it on books that i use a lot you know like books oh. that i know i'm touching a lot i'm moving a lot yeah. uh, and there are books that are like in my case timeless meaning um yeah it's not for example that today i'm, I'm learning on aztec history and that's it like a couple of months later i'm not going to care no it's yeah. just like this is a book that I always come back to. Like I have a, like a Bible or like some kind of like a study book or something. And I'm, I always know, sometimes I do that with money when I'm trying to like, oh, I yeah. don't know if you do this, but like save a small amounts of money just because you're saving for something, right? Like something yeah. random, perhaps you're saving for like a t-shirt or something. Yeah. Um, so that's what I do. Like I place them on books that I know I um, I regularly go up to and that helps me a lot. And that way I don't, I don't forget them. Like, I don't forget like that I have money there. And yeah, yeah, that, that helps because yeah, I, I feel you, man. Like I got like a combination of comics right now, manga and <laughs> some books. And it's just like, it will be incredibly chaotic to just try to find a small piece of paper and among all of those things. Yeah. just ugh. But yeah, like uh, I was talking with Nelly, like way before the GameStop thingy, I was talking with Nelly about like, perhaps starting to invest. Uh, yeah, we saw it as a long-term plan, like nothing, like no quick gains.
0: Yeah, that's uh, well, that's the way to do it because um, you know, like we saw this week, um, a lot of people that they thought that they would invest and try to make a quick buck, uh, now yeah. shedding themselves because you know they they bought shares of GameStop at three hundred and forty dollars. Now it's gone down so much, it's barely a 100. And
1: yeah, yeah, I, I saw that. It, w- when was that? That was like a two days ago, right? Yeah, like that, I, it fell.
0: and you know, and the funny thing is that, um, the whole thing was about trying to take money from the um hedge funds, Sharks? from the hedge funds, yeah, the hedges, that, yeah. but of course, the hedge funds they realized what was going on and they knew that the GameStop. Uh, stock wasn't really worth that much. It was no uh, yep. artificially inflated. So yep. then they started shorting the GameStop stock, so that when it when it eventually fell, now like I saw a hedge fund company. I think they made like over nine billion dollars on shorting <laughs> the GameStop stock, while yep. while the little guy. <laughs> <laughs> they lost. Their, they they got fucked.
1: Yeah, like the problem here is that this would have been a good strategy if they had gone least great Win it. Yeah. Uh, what I mean by that is, if they would have like artificially inflated it and then just like I don't know, or like sold. Like if it lasted like a couple of days and they inflated it to like the highest possible and then just start selling in mass. Yeah, that would have been good, you know, because it would have been a quick buck. And and. Yeah, let's be honest. Like most of these people that just got into the GameStop thingy, um, they they were thinking of making a quick buck, and a lot of them were folding already, like a lot of them were selling. Like when when I last looked Mexican pesos, like this the one stock was around like six thousand pesos, and you also you imagine what is the equivalent. Uh, imagine that when I first got married, that was my monthly salary. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah like it's a lot of money uh a lot of money in the sense that it's not that many that much money really but uh, it's a lot of money in the sense that you can pay a lot of things
0: yeah i've been like since then i've been researching like i've always wanted to get into um trading but since like now i kind of now i got into it and i've been more like researching and like having making more long-term plans and like trying to learn exactly what it would be the smartest way to um invest because yeah, like you yeah. were saying, um, you want to do something that's long term and something that's stable.
1: Yeah, like something. Uh, there's a channel that I looked up. He's uh, that, that guy is the one teaching me like everything. Uh, <laughs> um, and I also like took economics at the university. Um, through economics, in one thing that I noticed when investing is that, for example, in my case, right? Like in your case, not. Perhaps you will have to look to another continent, but in my case. Something I will think to make an investment that will really double itself in a short term, in a short period of time, it will be me investing on the American um, stock market or like the Canadian stock market, yeah. like the stock markets that are, that have a more resilient coin than mine, right? Yeah. Uh, and that way, even though I might, for example, give, I don't know, let's say like a hundred are 100 dollars uh, worth of mexican money right yeah. but those 100 dollars that, that for me will be very difficult um if i leave them there for a long term plan even if it falls into like 150 or even if it becomes like it doubles itself in a long term plan i make a lot of money because the dollar is a lot stronger than the peso you know what i mean yeah, yeah, so like for example this guy that he was teaching me like, stuff i will send you the link eventually uh, he he he's uh, he's an american he invests in the american stock market but he lives in guatemala so obviously like any money that he makes is just incredible amounts of money if yeah. you translate it into uh, Guatemalan like coin so that's kind of like the game right like to try to first that that's one of the things you, you get like that um, that's sort of like a head and then on top of that it's just getting like developing a style of on your own, you know, like you either going to be investing on the up or you're going to be investing on down, right? Like you're going to be buying like uh, the hedge funds or you're going to be buying like in the long term, hoping that this thing grows, right? Yeah. Um, and there's another way, which is like investing in like directly with either like banks or other organizations. That, for example, what I, what I told yeah, you that
0: private private trading.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like common common funds. Like basically you you lend them oh. your money. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You lend them your money and they give you percentage of the winnings, and you don't have to worry for anything because they're the ones investing your money on whatever, right? And they're giving you your, your winnings. They're, they're giving you your percentage of um of gain to say like that, and you have no commission to it. Yeah. So that's pretty much how I'm doing it right now. It's just like I, I put some money, I'm just like, here's my money, give me my, my um earnings and they don't charge me any commission. And it's a Mexican thing. It's uh, with a a company called Actinver. And and that that, another thing that that company it's um, regulated by the government. So, and they invest on government projects. So it's sort of like very secure sort of investment. And I decided to start like that because I'm not planning to make money right now. I'm planning to look at that in like, I don't know, like. Twenty years and be like, okay, I have enough money to buy, I don't know, a cow, (laughs) I don't know, to buy something, right? (laughs) Just like something random. Um, I wanted to start a pirate fleet, so I'm (laughs) going, I want to (laughs) have enough money to buy a boat. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, um, yeah, that's the kind of thing I'm I'm doing with investing, right? Like I saw the the thing with um, the stock market and GameStop and I was like, oh man, people are going to get into this and they're going to mess that up. (laughs) because everybody is going to try to get in it and the market is going to get like flooded. But after some time, after the hype, I think people are going to just like forget about it, you know? Yeah. Like very few people are going to take it seriously.
0: I saw a lot of people um, also, they got caught in the hype and they started trading for the first time. Um, But yeah, like I think very few of those people are going to stick around.
1: Yeah. And because like, I'm sure that you noticed already, but like if you invest on your own, that's actually a lot of work because you have to pay a lot of attention to the market. Like you, yeah. you have to develop this kind of thinking that will allow you to predict some behaviors of the market. And that takes experience. That takes years of like, uh, here in, in Mexico, they call it like "colmillo," which is fang, thing. Right. And it means that you have like this ability like a street smarts, yeah. uh, to sort of like, you know, how the things are going to work. That's why I decided that, that's why I opted for like a more secure chill sort of way of doing it yeah. you know No, not almost yeah yeah secure at the same time but like something that i don't have to be like all the time looking at the market right because yeah. i know i'm not going to do it I, I know i'm going to be like re- doing some other stuff i like i said i prefer to lend my money and yeah. that money to be like to grow on its own and being managed by someone else just as far as i can recall my money whenever i want to that's 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 pretty much like one of the, the things that i was doing with nelly like that we discussed through a bank also because banks Pretty much when you invest with a bank, they do it like that. They You put on your money, you, you give them your money, and they just do whatever they want with, their, with your money, and they give you a percentage of the winnings, but you don't have to worry about anything. They're more like a saving fund, sort of. Like a lot of people call them that, but it's actually investing. I
0: don't know. Do you ever watch South Park? Yes. Yeah? <laughs> do, you, do you remember the episode? Um, They've done a few episodes where they talk about economics.
1: I don't recall a lot of episodes. I just watch like really random episodes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I got like one or two movies. Like I for example, I watched that episode when they're like being superheroes and they fight Cthulhu. Oh, <laughs> but, that's a, yeah,
0: that's a, such a good.
1: But,
0: uh, but yeah. yeah,
1: it's amazing. But, uh, but yeah, I don't recall.
0: Okay, so there's amazing. there's an episode um where Kyle um he gets uh he gets a credit card without limit and he yep. he's going to pay the debts of everyone and then um his friend is like trying to return a, a blender or something but he goes okay. through like a really complicated like every time he tries to return the blender they tell him like that the blender is owned by somebody by another company because it was bought on Ooh, credit okay
1: wait a minute i do remember that clip like i didn't watch the episode yeah yeah yeah. like he has to go off and then travel to an office yeah
0: like stuff like that that. yeah and then at the end he gets to the very top and it's like (laughs) the way they determine uh the ownership is like by like some magic yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes uh oh economics we will never understand them um Yeah, I remember the clip. I watched it because I, I was just like goofing around on the internet. And then I saw this clip of him just going to one person and then saying like, no, you have to go to see this other person. And then he getting like random information to where to go and yeah. stuff like that, just because he wanted to return that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sort of remember that. Didn't watch the episode. Just just that clip. Yeah. I learned a lot of economics
0: huh? from South Park
1: because they take it seriously you know even though they're making a satire to it yeah. they actually like being serious Why about no. it like my you know, economics even,
0: I, huh? and even the religious like when they make fun of religious things they try to be very recent, they they try, they try to be very accurate like um they have an episode where they uh satirize mormon beliefs
1: yeah and, yeah i
0: remember that and like there was, a, there was a thing that even Mormon temples um, would show them to people because how accurately they represented their beliefs.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I remember a lot of episodes that have to do with religion with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a plen- plenty of them. And they're very offensive and they're very irreverent. Yeah. Uh, with their critique. But again, that's like the genre that you're looking at. Like you're looking at satire. It's supposed to be offensive, right? Um, But they do hit argumental points that are quite interesting sometimes. And I say sometimes because sometimes they just go completely overboard. Like just like, it makes no sense. Like the argument per se, but sometimes they actually hit things that it's just like, yeah, like this actually happens. Like, how do you answer that? Like when when they, (laughs) I honestly feel that they absolutely destroy the Mormons. Oh yeah, It was not even a match, you know. It's just like ugh, because they touch on so many things that the Mormons hide from everybody else, um, so, that they're really weird. <laughs> so, so yeah, like I honestly think they—they they went to town with them. Um, yeah,
0: and then they, after they did a uh, Scientology.
1: Yeah, of course, that's another one that is a really yeah uh, strange
0: one. And like it's like it's because, when they show yeah. when they show what uh, um. Scientologists believe it's so ridiculous, they actually have to write down at the bottom it's like this is what
1: Scientologists actually believe, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, like everybody, um, like sometimes we forget that most of these like new sort of like religions, and I would place Mormons there because they're pretty much new. Uh, yeah. if you compare them to other like really old religions, they tend to be very into the sci fi sort of like. <laughs> By religious uh, sort of like cults, you know, like, um, I, I guess because the modern influence is obviously like Mormonism, is just a little bit older than Scientology, definitely. But Scientology is just like a, a sci fi trick, it's like something that you will find on a Star Trek, right? It's just really weird. Well,
0: the author himself was a sci fi writer, but um, what like, I think yes, a lot yes, of these, a lot of these, um, like modern cult-type religions, um, they try to, like, present themselves as not not just giving new information, but, like, providing enlightenment. Yep. Um, that has been hidden either by institutions or some type of, like, conspiratorial um, force that, like, is trying to keep you ignorant from, like, apparently true knowledge. Like... That's the case in at least for Scientologists. It, you know, it's, it's kind of like Gnosticism in a way, because they think uh, that all these souls were trapped. And you know, yeah. they're kind of being kept in the dark.
1: Yeah, like and that gets right into like the, these sort of like conspiracy theories. And um because they, they get very um they get so fantastic that They almost etch on the believable.
0: The best um, conspiracy theories are the ones that they they have enough truth that, you know, they kind of bring your guard down so that you can keep listening. Yeah, and then they they smuggle in, like... Random facts. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) just absolute nonsense.
1: random stuff. (laughs) It's like when you start, for example, like a random conspiracy, you're like, I don't know. I don't know if you have gone through this, but um history channel became a very big place for conspiracy yeah. theories, right? Like huge, and it's very sad though, because back in the day when I was younger, I used to enjoy it a lot. Like a lot of the documentaries on World War II and like um I don't know, like ancient history, they were really good. But then I, when I recently logged in into it, I uh, noticed that they were talking about sirens, and for a second <laughs> I was like, Well, sirens really did they discover <laughs> sirens? And like literally, they were presenting these documentary that was about sirens and they had like experts and like stuff on the, the yeah. you know like the dinosaur recreations that they used to do
0: yeah no I yeah, saw one like that sirens. but it was about um it was about a dragon yeah
1: I yeah, saw. yeah and they did <laughs> and they say like they <laughs> discovered the first dragon and I was like Whoa, yeah, yeah
0: me too I was like they they were talking about like the um nesting and where. Uh, all Smith the behaviors
1: and, and everything, yeah. Yeah, all the, all
0: the different cultures that talked about dragons, and I was like, "Holy
1: <laughs> shit!" <laughs> <laughs> the world has changed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I watched that one, and uh, I don't know if we watched the same one though. But like, you know, in the one that I watched, one dragon fights a Tyrannosaurus Rex, <laughs> and it scorches uh, the the Tyrannosaurus. Uh, it's hilarious though because they, they make the whole animation of it. And it's like, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the Rex, the Tyrannosaurus Rex, is just like approaching the dragon and the dragon defends itself because it's taking care of its uh, its babies. And I'm like, whoa, yes, yeah, science. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Like, those are the very light conspiracy theories. But you know, like, they start getting weirder. And I, I don't know what you think about this, but um, I honestly feel that the conspiracy theories fall into this kind of like multiverse that all of them are connected in a way. For example, again, History Channel, they got this uh, theory called uh, ancient astronaut theory. Yes. Um, You have heard of it, right? Like they they argue that aliens came over to, to, to a planet and like most of the ancient civilizations developed because of them. Yeah. And like obviously they go hard on the Aztecs, right? Like they say, "Yo, look at this statue. It looks like an astronaut suit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just some random statue of like tlaloc or whatever." Uh, and they and then they say like uh, one jump that they made from like the astronaut theory is that they 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 show you these small like place uh, sculptures from like Aztec gods, and then they look at like Quetzalcoatl and some other more reptilian gods and they say like yo this is the proof that the reptilians have come to earth before and that they fought a war and then they go to like north america and they talked about like the end the sky people fighting the ant people and (laughs) and they start jumping from everywhere like obviously like sumerians all over like the anunnaki and stuff
0: because they're able to show um all these artifacts and yeah um and they're able yeah and they're able to like they mention all these like um, historical traditions and rituals. Yeah. Um, if someone that doesn't know much, you know, to them, it really, is, it sounds believable and it starts to make sense. I'm really into history. So a lot of people will ask me um, what I think about um, all these type of um, uh, conspiracy theories. My favorite conspiracy theories, I don't believe in any. Well, my favorite ones are about things that I don't know about, because
1: okay.
0: what I do know, it just is too nonsensical that it breaks, like the it, illusion. yeah, it breaks illusion for me. Like I know um, the ancient Egyptians didn't hang out with the Mayans.
1: Yeah. What um, about uh, that the ancient Egyptians had electricity? It's okay.
0: st- stuff like that that um, is so annoying because.
1: Or oh, the pharaoh, uh, this pharaoh, uh, what was his name? It's like this alien pharaoh that, that he outlawed all the other gods and he just tried oh, to worship. Akhenaten, yes, that he yeah. had like his elongated head. And I was like, yeah, yeah aliens. <laughs> but like, don't you feel like, for example, like when I look at is it Mormons? Yeah, I think it's Mormons. Yeah, yeah. Uh when I look at Mormons, for example, I honestly feel that it is a religion that started as a conspiracy theory and became a religion <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah you know that the argument is that some people from a jewish tribe cl- crossed the, the ocean and arrived to america and then they founded these huge civilizations that obviously were the aztecs and mayans or whatever
0: <laughs> was isn't it that um the garden of eden was in in Missouri, in the us the is that part of the mormon yeah yeah and then um Woo!
1: I heard another one though. I heard that the the old brown people, or people of color, yeah. were angels that were cast. No, no, oh. no. Was it? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. They, they were descendants of yeah or Cain. Yeah. Something like they were. Yeah. Descendants of creature. like the fact was that they were descendants of the side or whatever yeah, were, right? Yeah, yeah. Just like whoa, that's racist. Um,
0: but yeah, and, <laughs> and then they think and then they think that um, Jesus, after he was crucified. He uh, over? Yeah. He came over to the Americas and he preached to the Aztecs or the Mayans.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it sounds like a conspiracy theory, doesn't it? Like, uh, one of my favorite conspiracy theories will be definitely the ones that have to do with the Anunnaki. Like, in my case, it's a little bit different from you. Like, I like history. I understand that it's nonsensical. But because it gets so outlandish with like aliens and stuff. Uh, there is this channel on YouTube that is called Spirit Science. And they have these huge documentaries where they tell you about like Atlantis. And they tell you about Mars. And they tell you about the gods and stuff. And I'm like, yo, this will make an incredible movie. Like, uh, have you watched uh, the last movie or the first movie, who knows, of um, Alien? no the movie is called prometheus
0: no i don't watch that
1: you didn't well that's pretty much like the ancient astronaut theory like that's the whole movie and the argument is that like the, the aliens came over and they, they um engineered human beings and whatever all right so that will make an amazing movie like an amazing universe yep. to be discovered in something like lovecraft if they actually took it to like page and they wrote novels on it, or, or I don't know, make a series on it. That would, that would be the, interesting.
0: That's interesting because, like, I've heard of um, that theory before. Um, it's one that I've heard even Christians, more mainstream Christians, they um try to reconcile the biblical text with evolution through similar belief. That, of
1: course, yeah,
0: you know, it was God, uh, He didn't create the world like the Bible says, but he instead he came and he manipulated evolution so that humans could evolve and then he like adam and eve could be born so and like that's pretty much mainstream and and like even catholic belief that's pretty much what it is like they believe that um they believe in guided evolution um, which is Basically, that that um, evolution happened, but God also was. what
1: was, yeah, going was to be
0: the involved in you know the outcome as well. You know, it's stuff like that that sounds kind of reasonable, but then it kind of gets pushed very easily into very outlandish claims. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like for example, that one that I was telling you about, like the Anunnaki and stuff. Uh, if you follow the the breadcrumbs you eventually arrive to like the serious like reptilian inv- invasion and that they pretty much are like non-dimensional beings so, like, yeah. and they uh, inhabit like a lot of politicians and i'm like what like that's when it gets really intense because it's just like everybody's a reptilian and like they make these satanic cults and like something that is fascinating about like conspiracy theories is that they they are the perfect mixture mixture between like religious occult sort of like beliefs and science fiction, you know? Like yeah. I think they have taken down everybody that it's an author on those genders because uh, gender, because um, they're so incredibly well <laughs> saw together, you know? Like, I don't know if it's ever happened to you but like when I start watching like a conspiracy theory video I start with like, oh, this is the explanation of why uh, I don't know, lasagna tastes like it tastes according to Martians. And I'm like, all right, like, I want to listen to this. <laughs> so I started following that. I end, and I end up in something like, and that's why people in Hollywood eat babies. <laughs> I'm like, <"What?"> yeah. <laughs> I like, mean, that makes no sense. How did I end up here? No, you
0: know what's funny is that there's almost never any good conspiracy theories. Like, like what I mean is that there's never a conspiracy theory about like, people doing good stuff you won't find a conspiracy theory that says nothing positive right yeah that says like there's a bunch of rich people that secretly sneak money that, that, that give homeless people houses
1: yeah, oh, that yeah. would oh, be, that easy. be easy. I'm oh, easy. I have to oh, start, that. Oh, I start that. Imagine, Imagine this conspiracy theory is like, this, like explains this explains how Rockefeller, how Rockefeller gave, all gave all his gave money all to all the pool, pool just pool because, he because he wanted to be a good person or how reptilians are helping orphans in the Middle East or something like that. would be quite a conspiracy theory. You're completely right. It's not positive.
0: Yeah, no. I most conspiracy theorists they're not like um how can i say this nicely they're not
1: well educated uh, i would say
0: that <laughs> yeah yeah no they're, they're pretty ignorant and um
1: yeah it sounds it sounds bad though but like you know it's because uh, our culture frowns on ignorance and pursuits yeah. pseudo to intellectualism yeah no, but see like the reality is that they're not educated
0: yeah a lot of them they see the stuff around around them and you Know they want to make sense of it and they want to feel like they can get a grasp of it,
1: yeah. So, it's a you know, of intellectualism. yeah,
0: like, so it's easy you know, to you know, flat earth, yeah.
1: Like that example of flat earth, I, I think it completely highlights what you're trying to say. Like, these people, I don't know if you've heard of this guy that like he spent like a uh, like 200, I don't know how many dollars on like this device that was going to prove that the earth was flat. And then he used it and he proved that the earth was round. (laughs) 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 And uh, and he spent so much money on the thing. (laughs) He was just like, what? Um, But it's sad to say this, but I I think this- And for
0: him, like that device was wrong. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 it wasn't working. But uh, here's the thing, though, and uh, you, you try to be polite about it, but uh, to be truthful about it, I think most of these people start as not well-educated. Then they move into really strange sort of uh, areas of knowledge, which are more pretty much like the occult. And I mean occult as something hidden and something like shady, yeah. not something verifiable as science or even religion, like mainstream religion. Yeah. Uh, and then they become pseudo-intellectuals. And that's what I told you, like, they're ignorant. They're not well-educated. And it's very sad to say that um, because it is not something that in in the 31st century you should be because you have, like, access to so much really good information.
0: That's a problem because, like, growing up, um, everyone said, like, the internet was going to be... So amazing because, yep. you know, you have access to all the information in the world in your pocket, right? But the reality yep. that we found out was that while we have lots of information, it's also very easy to spread misinformation now it's very easy for people to—they don't know what which side is right—and yeah. it's very easy to be misled. Like you said, um, most of these people, in their ignorance, they try to go for the occult, and you yeah. know, like I think it's more of that they want to make sense of um, how the world works. For them, it's like it's not so much that they want to find like some secret knowledge. It's simply what it
1: that. Think about it for a second. Uh, you know, the prohibited things are very attractive. And Why yeah. you, Why do you think that Dan Brown became so incredibly popular? Because he was telling you the true story of how the Da Vinci Code explains the relationship between Jesus and Mary Magdalene, right? Yeah. And, and, and everybody was like, whoa, this is amazing. Even I watch those movies and I'm like, I oh, yeah. love these movies because I love the character of um, Langdon, the professor. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah me I
1: too. He's amazing, right? But... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's so hilarious that his, his teaching prof, professional, like his profession doesn't even exist, you know, like They're it's not, not, not a real like a symbolic Yeah. Uh it's yeah. not a real thing, right? Yeah. Um, but it's fascinating and it's very attractive. And, and I think that this like anybody really, because it happens even with us, right? We watch conspiracy theories, and and I think it's sound to say that we enjoy them, right? Like we find them hilarious. The difference here is that we discern between what's real and what's not real because we have, and this is going to sound a little bit like self indulgent, but uh, we have certain maturity or knowledge. We know we have seen through history, right? Like, we, yeah. you like a lot of Roman history, um, well, you like a lot of history, like real books. Like, me too. So like, at
0: least for me, um, it's not so much that I know a lot of stuff because my level of education isn't very high, but. I realize that I myself, I don't know. So I look to authorities and consensus among authorities, which obviously isn't going to be right all the time, but it's always a safe option. And something I'm really good at is finding resources. So if I see like, there's this professor teaching at oxford and this professor teaching at chapel hill and this professor teaching at stanford they wrote this book and it's going to be very easy for me to not trust them but at least use them reliably whereas yes, responsibly if, yeah whereas if i see someone that just posts a video on youtube uh, i'm not really going to give you much credibility and i say this even not just for conspiracy theorists but like even like videos that do historical commentary yeah if they say something that i find interesting i always look it up because you never know if they might be misremembering or misrepresenting the facts
1: yeah for example in my (laughs) case like uh, you know i have like this youtube channel right yeah Um, and i talk mainly about religion christianity and i talk about like random things about christianity And one of of the reasons why I stay around Christianity a lot is because, well, first, that's that's my religion. So I tend to know a little bit more than the average individual about Christianity, right? One thing. Another one is because I have studied theology in multiple occasions. Another one is because, well, I have dwelled into the experiences of that, um, which is like learning from university and so on. But always in my videos, right? Like I always tell them, this is just the tip of the iceberg. like because I cannot, for example, I just recently made a video about like yoga, right like'm I'm, I'm sort of like explaining the the contrast between like the the yoga sort of like way of thinking in regards of the self um that same understand uh, that, that same concept within christianity, right? And they're very uh, antagonistic to each other. So what I end up with my videos, I always tell them like, please research more things like, Do not just watch my video, like read something else, like look at information for yourself and try to sort of like, like, I make my videos to spark your interest because in six minutes, (laughs) I'm not going to explain to you Hinduism, right? That's just like a gross uh, misrepresentation of it. So I wouldn't do it, but it's this thing of sparking interest. And and I completely understand what you say. there's so many people, like, when I have to do my research for my videos, because I take it very seriously, when I do my research, I go for, like, for example, I put this this um this question there, like, what is yoga for Christians? I find so many videos of teenagers, man, of, like, random kids that have, like, 1,000 views, 3,000 views, and everybody's just like, yeah, I love you, and so on, and I'm like, they're saying nothing, they just, like, they're saying their opinion. I don't want their opinion. I want facts, I want I want like dates. I want stuff that it's a lot more uh, tangible. You know what I mean? I, I honestly think that like that's the cure <laughs> for conspiracy theories, even though they're hilarious to read. Uh, once you crash them with like the facts, for example, uh, have you heard of that conspiracy theory that talks about like Nibiru? This planet that oh, yeah. has like a different orbit. Yeah, Yeah, like, it approaches earth uh, every like some period of time, I don't remember. Yeah. It's supposed to be getting closer, isn't it?
0: Um yeah. It's interesting because um actual um astrophysicists Science. they've been like recently they've been speculating about um an additional another planet planet. So yeah. a lot of these conspiracy theories, you know, they've been getting pretty excited um quoting and you I Because it's and this is always something that happens. Like they take a little bit of information from like some authority from like some institution and then they present it as if it's validating from information or like it's confirmation of their theory um
1: yeah they super like hype it
0: yeah (laughs) did you one of my like some of my favorite conspiracy theories are um the bigfoot ones the what the bigfoot where people oh
1: okay i haven't heard much of them
0: there was this guy a while a while ago um that um he had spent a lot of his life hunt like looking for bigfoot
1: okay him and I mean, his... that's interesting to see like they say like i have spent 30 years looking for yeah him. like
0: whoa man like and that's heaven... <laughs> but um they finally caught a bigfoot right so okay. they had this big presentation giant uh press release and you know they invited Wait. all the news uh to show off their bigfoot i don't think the press release ever happened but they leaked quote-unquote a picture of their find the picture was a big freezer and inside of it was like furry suit you could tell it was one of those like fake halloween suits (laughs) but you know it was supposed to be like a frozen bigfoot that they discovered they had this press release that they were going to do and the news were talking about it you know suddenly all the bigfoot people were like really excited and finally they're getting some validation from the mainstream wow. also um have you like heard of the um ufo stuff recently
1: oh no recently no but like i have heard some of the stuff yeah like, because um you no
0: know, recently um like there's been a lot of talk about uh ufos and even the New York Times, like they post, they made a like a whole um, article talking about UFOs and the Pentagon was going to release some information, like some secret uh, files
1: yeah, about one of the UFOs conspiracy theories. I like it's about octopuses. Have you heard that one? Like the conspiracy theory says that octopuses are aliens or were aliens. Yeah, so I've heard crashing.
0: people talk about that. Yeah.
1: And I love that because, you know, like, generically speaking, octopuses are really strange and really pretty different from, like, everything else on Earth. And they, yeah. they work in a very different way. I find, like, I found, find them very interesting. Like, they're among my favorite animals. And also, like, among the animals that I, I'm, I'm more afraid of because they're creepy and they're, like, just weird. They, they are. Really smart. Are. Yeah, so... Um, But yeah, like when I saw that, I was like, "Oh man, they just make octopus a lot cooler." Like they're aliens, so I was just like, "Oh man." Um, So yeah, every single time I go to um, to like um, seafood restaurant now, I'm just like, I would like my fried alien, (laughs) please, alien soup. But yeah, like, Bigfoot, uh, that's one that I forgot. Like, obviously, in Mexico, we don't have, like, the Bigfoot, but we got like, the very powerful and very intimidating and all-present all uh, Chupacabra <laughs> conspiracy.
0: That, when I was, like, four or five, that was, like, the the big hype brown Chupacabra because, yep. you know, they found, they people would find them everywhere. Like, you know, sometimes they found them in Mexico, sometimes in Puerto Rico, in Colombia.
1: Yeah. Uh, do yeah. you heard that a lot of people like recently thought that Chupacara was an alien? That yeah, like that fed of like stuff, just random stuff. That's what
0: they were saying when I was a kid. Like oh really? When, no. Yeah, the conspiracy theory was that like um he because a lot of the a lot of the sightings were around in northern Mexico.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So um People used to say that it was an alien that had escaped from a U.S. military base base or a facility. Um,
1: Like, I remember, all I remember when I was little for, like, about Chupacabra is that I got in this, like, ride (laughs) that was Chupacabra (laughs) team, And I was like, yeah, and I just got on the ride and just, um, it was on the Festival.
0: I used to love it. He was like, oh, do you remember there was a song it chupacabra.
1: i think huh okay you get a clip of it just post it here so everybody can listen yeah. <laughs> to it but yeah like chupacabra is a national treasure man <laughs> it's amazing yeah i remember that like even the name though the, the name actually means like goat sucker oh, yeah the goat <laughs> sucker <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: it's also <laughs> it sounds non-intimidated <laughs> at all. But like <laughs> in Spanish, you know you you mentioned Chupacara and you know you mean business. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Like that guy. <laughs> I should like check out where, where we at, at Chupacara right now, like just <laughs> research some stuff on him. But yeah, like conspiracy theories like I said, like and uh, we were commenting so far. I think the most efficient ones are that the, the ones that really relate to things that happen, for example, when 9-11 happened, which was a horrific thing, yes. a lot of conspiracy theories came out of it, right? Like and everybody was just like doubting the government and stuff because of conspiracy theories. And that's pretty much what you said about misinformation, right? Like conspiracy theories are nothing else but misinformation, right? Like, Our ways of twisting the truth and adding like fantasy to it to make it more attractive well, and then, then people sort of like dwelled on
0: it. That's a good example because when 9-11 happened, I remember like right away there were a lot of questions because nobody really knew what had happened the day off. So I remember yeah. being home and watching the news and people were talking about, you know, maybe it was the Palestinians that they hijacked the planes or maybe it was Saddam. There was all these like theories on the news, people responsible for this. And as time went on, more Um, information came out and a lot of those questions that people were asking they were answered but there were a lot of other questions that didn't get answered and I think that's what conspiracy theorists um, take advantage of they see gaps in in the knowledge so then they insert something there just so that they can live comfortably knowing that even not even the government really knows but we know right um, all this, like everyone else is getting deceived, but you know we've seen the actual truth. We know exactly what happened. Uh, these people. Would you agree?
1: Well, these Would people. You that... go. go ahead. Yeah. All right. I'll go. I'll go. Um, Would you agree that conspiracy theories are some kind of like modern day Gnosticism? Because after what you just said, it sounds a lot like Gnosticism. Like this idea of I have this occult knowledge or like private knowledge that I have figured out. And if you follow my teachings, I will teach you. Like that's pretty much narcissism, right? But yeah, um, yeah like conspiracy theories, like I think you're completely hit and L. Um, they do work like that. They say like, yo, I found this, that the government doesn't want you to know. And um, I will only tell you if you promise that you will not tell the government. <laughs> and they, yeah. that, that's, how it, how, that's how it works, right? Like they see these flaws, these um, small gaps, like you said, yeah. and they just build upon it. And, and-, and this... is the bad thing though some people even make a living out of it like
0: Alex Jones oh, yeah. for example now um I, um I don't know if yeah, I would call them Gnosticism or like a modern form of narcissism. I think some of them might be um a lot of them I think they're just um like I don't even think they have um like a lot of them are just more low level type conspiracy theories um, and you know, they don't really have like a whole complete worldview. Like what I was gonna say is that you know, um with the example of 9 like um I don't know, I, I don't know if you heard that. No, there's so many different types of conspiracy theorists, and like like the 9/11 truthers, you know, they get into fights because you know they think that other conspiracy theorists are plans by the government that exist to um, spread misinformation because they spread other conspiracy theorists and
1: ah, conspiracy theorists like honestly we could think anything and we could just make some up, some up. like the Simpsons for example you're, you're quoting a lot of like so far but like the Simpsons are like the house of conspiracy theorists mainly because they're part of the conspiracy theorists like they don't explain them they just like add to them you know like they predict the future and stuff uh, but honestly like I think the world of conspiracy theories is with, as long as we have the interconnectivity that we have through the internet I think they will keep growing and growing and growing and and you know what I even go a little bit back and say that perhaps most like myths and legends like local legends are honestly like proto conspiracy theories you know like, like Llorona for example that she's over there and she's like hunting you and like there is this uh, monster story from Colombia, it's called um, the one-legged lady that she hounds people and kills them. Those are conspiracy theories, you know? (laughs) You know, like, I I think
0: back to that, people use these stories to like fill in the gaps, uh, you know, that to try to make sense of reality. Um, It's easier to stop asking questions when you can at least give an answer, even if the answer itself might be wrong.
1: Yeah. 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 Like again, it falls into this pseudo intellectualism, right? Like um, people just want to answer. We be part of the conversations when sometimes they cannot be part of the conversation. They, they don't, and this is going to sound really mean, but like they don't have the knowledge for it. Like yeah, if they just jump in the conversation, they're just going to disturb it. And that's pretty much what they do. (laughs) They make this, insane conspiracy uh, theories you
0: talked about um the uh, da vinci code and yeah like that was a really useful book be- for me because um it really got me into learning the actual like history of christianity because a lot of the stuff that was in the book it sounded cool but and i wanted to know more about it and then i started to learn history actually says. Uh, like yes, of course. Something that was interesting is that the entire reason um people liked the Da Vinci Code was because it was trying to reveal something of the religious institution that for so long um held power over a lot of a lot of people. Like how do you see like all these conspiracy theories that like talk about Christianity itself? Like the ones in the da Vinci
1: Similarly- Code stuff. Yeah, like similarly to the ones that, similarly to the way in which you look conspiracy theories that talk about history. Uh, again, like I look at all of this, I, I really enjoy them because I think they're hilarious, but it gets to a point where I'm like, that's not how it works. And it, I have a really strange uh, relationship with these conspiracy theories because like I said, I enjoy them, I find them hilarious and I enjoy the movies that they make on them. But when someone starts quarreling it, on like arguments or like they're really defending that point yeah that's when i get a little bit upset because i'm like dude no it's like it's like if i was trying to like prove the existence of god by quoting the necronomicon you know it's just like no that's not how it works <laughs> uh yeah because i get upset because people actually start thinking that this is legit like the truth about christianity and like how christianity behaves uh like the actual thoughts of Christianity and and for example, the dates are all invented, characters are invented, Um, organizations are invented. Uh, And like most people, again, and I fall on that point again, because they're uneducated on religion and on history in general. And they're also lazy to actually (laughs) check for themselves if it is true what they're saying then they just stay with that and I keep that. And for example, that theory that like the Vatican what, bank has like a bunch of medical and magical things, just like, no, the Vatican bank is just a bank, <laughs> a really secure one, a really important one and a really wealthy one, but it's a bank, right? Yeah. And yes, if they have any historical, really relevant or important documents, they're on the right because they pretty much huh, took it from somewhere and just like kept it there, right? Um, but it's just a bank. It's just organ- it's an organization. Like there's yeah. so many things. When I watch the Da Vinci Code, like one um, that gets and me, I watch...
0: the uh, one that gets oh, what, from what? the Da Vinci Code is um the supposedly a uh, secret library in the Vatican. Yeah. Because a lot of yeah, people, yeah, yeah. a lot of people think that, you know, what's the Vatican hiding in there? Like they never let anyone else um look into the into those documents. The books. Yeah. But, you know, in reality is that the Vatican library, it's just there. It's like anyone doing research or like professional, academic. Who apply can, to get into it. They can access the library.
1: Again, like like I was saying, like, okay, let's imagine some random dude walks into that library. Like, what are you going to do? Do you even read Latin? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, you don't read Latin. You don't know about history. What are you going to do? Just going to walk in there and try to find like I don't know the proof that um, Jesus has a lineage of love or something it's just like no obviously they're not going to let you in because you're also going to try to like perhaps steal something you know because no like you're not responsible like for example well, so I like, like really like, from
0: documents
1: from
0: like these yeah, are like,
1: exactly like you're not and demons, again. Your
0: sticky touristy fingers you know on 700 year old documents
1: yeah like 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 we were saying, that is seen from um, Angels and Demons where the professor walks in and he's just being, uh, like, they assigned this police officer to, like, watch him yeah. because he's dealing with very important historical documents and he rips one of those pages. Like, this girl rips one of the pages and steals the page. I'm like, that's, that's something that really could happen.
0: Yeah, like, that's the perfect, yeah, like, that's why no one is allowed to coin in. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because like, what was he reading? He was reading like one of the first printings of Galileo's or something like that, right? Like, I don't remember. Yeah. But it was just like, imagine the importance in regards to like history that this document has and you just ripped a page out of it and took it outside of a contained uh, sort of like <laughs> environment and just like <laughs> walk it around. And it's just like, and this is the interesting thing. What happened after with the page? Like, yeah, I don't remember that they did anything it. Sure. Like, as far as we know, she still has her in her purse, <laughs> it's just like, like that would be the kind of thing, like imagine like people don't have the decency to behave in a library sometimes, like I have uh, taken books from a library that are like painted and they have like a bunch of crazy things on it and they get dirty and whatever. And like Do you think they're going to be like careful with like that kind of historical documents? No, it's, it's the same reason why I cannot just walk into a museum and just grab whatever I want, right? Like. Yeah. There has to be a level of credentials and you can apply and you can try to like look into it and whatever. But yeah, like they're not gonna lend you that those kind of documents. They're incredibly precious. And yes, perhaps some documents there may have sensitive information on popes or whatever or the church. Yeah, but at the very end of the day, it's like those are their documents, right? Like each government has their documents. Yeah. Um Yeah, like, again, I get very passionate about it because when people touch Christianity with conspiracy theories, like I say, I don't mind if we want to joke around a little bit, but if you start quoting that as an actual fact, that's when I'm like, really, like, no. I cannot believe this. And It's interesting
0: because, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories that deal specifically with religion and more specifically (laughs) Christianity and then, you know, even more specifically on the Catholic Church. Like, recently... There's been um a lot of cases of um, pedophile priests. Yep. That, you know, they've been abusing um, children. And they have somehow, like, conspiracy theorists have somehow connected that to, like, Hollywood and the British royal family. And because oh, well. all these people are suddenly kidnapping and uh, trafficking children to um do rituals and whatnot. Yep. It's amazing to me, like, how easy conspiracy theorists um, can make a whole belief structure just like based on infor- like small bits of information and somehow connect them all into like a one entire complete world view kind of like the ancient alien people were talking about were doing it you know they like grab a little bit from one place grab another one from another and then they somehow make a whole cosmological history of the universe telling you exactly yeah. what happened um and how humans were engineered by aliens
1: yeah and that is the danger you know like um again conspiracy theories are entertaining if you read them as science fiction um they're very dangerous when people is ex- are exposed to them without an actual maturity or knowledge plato said it and plato said it well like you shouldn't give knowledge to younger kids. Uh, like, well, that much knowledge, you know, because they may be corrupted. Um, and I think that happens to a lot of people that are still not mature in regards of knowledge. Not that they can't be like, I, I believe that anybody can learn stuff, but you need a level of maturity. I think
0: you also yeah. have to um, realize that you might, you, you might not know. And Being like, humble. Yeah, yeah, you have to be humble that you might not know um, something have access to a lot of information. And, you know, it's interesting because one feature of conspiracy theorists that is pretty consistent across the board, no matter which conspiracy theory you're looking at, is that, you know, they are very confident. Not not yeah. just confident, but they have, like, very strong conviction that their version of reality is true. And, like, personally, I don't mind if people have, like, believe all sorts of nonsense that I think it's nonsense. You know, as long as you're able to um, entertain a different position. Have you heard of um, this principle called um, Occam's well, razor? If something
1: o- is simple, I have heard
0: it. Occam's razor means that um, razor. Uh-huh. when all the information seems balanced, we should tend uh-huh. to follow the simplest answer. It doesn't mean that the simplest answer is always right. But if everything else is equal and we should follow the simplest answer unless we have more information that we can trade for simplicity. And, you know, that's something I follow. Um, If, like, to me it has to make sense until I'm, like, I have additional information, then I'm willing to move my position. Otherwise, like, I'm happy to entertain other beliefs, but, you know, I try to stay fairly consistent.
1: Yeah, i understand that but yeah like uh i i think that that's one way of staying away from falling on the pit of um conspiracy theories and all what they represent of but um yeah like that, that that could be something to leave for our, our listeners like so they may reflect on it and um think if they have it, or they hold any conspiracy theories then they may consider it to be the absolute truth i think that's coming from someone that's uh, a religious person right like truth can only be what it is if you have tested it against everything possible and if it holds, but if it is easily dismantled or easily dismantled then you really have to sort of like ask yourself like what's up uh what's what's going on with this belief like why is it so weak right but yeah that could be it man all right bien oh, yeah anyways right. man take care and it was hey. good to talk good night good night good night man